you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Well, welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and having fun too. Here's this week's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of Life in Business. It's really nice to have you here. And it's a doubly nice to have you here today because if you're listening on the day this episode is released, Thursday the 21st of September, it's my birthday. So I give you full permission to stop what you're doing, leave the house, go and do fun stuff. You don't have to do any work today. You have my full permission just to enjoy the day because my birthday is the single most important day of the year and I would love everybody to um, do nice things today. So there you go. Cancel all your meetings. Go do some nice stuff instead. (laughs) Okay. And um, while you're thinking about what to do, let's talk about whether you own a business or you are a business owner doesn't necessarily sound like there is much difference, but there is a subtle yet enormous difference between the two. And a lot of it, to be honest, comes down to mindset, which is just something that underpins business, you know, everything that we do in business. You know, our mindset can kind of make or break our success, really. So if you own a business, amazing, very proud of you for having um, taken that leap and given up your job. Started a business, got some clients, done a bit of marketing. Yeah, amazing. Owning a business is is superb. And it's an incredible thing because you've got the freedom to work when you want. You can earn unlimited income. You don't have to answer to anyone. This is the dream, right? This is absolutely the dream that everybody wants. Thing is, is that actually your reality? Because if you own a business, I would hazard a guess that you're probably working a lot more hours than you did when you had a job. Mm. You might absolutely be making money, maybe quite a lot of money, but if you work out how many hours that's kind of against, um, you might find that you have, you would earn more if you were on the tills at Sainsbury's, right? And whilst you absolutely do not have a boss, yay for not having a boss, you might have become a bit of a kind of slave to your clients, right? You might be at their beck and call. You might be delivering your services to them like your life depends on it. And that's kind of the trap of being a business owner. You know, you almost kind of move from having a job to having a job, right? (laughs) But the job that you create for yourself as a business owner, with terrible terms and probably illegal in terms of the world of employment, because if you were working, you know, if you end up working 12 hour days, then you might work out your hourly rate is about six pounds, which, you know, is below, well below the minimum wage. And, but this happens so often with people and they kind of you kind of chase the chase the dream, which is you know all all kudos to anybody who does who does chase that dream, but without kind of knowing what it is that you actually want and what you're actually chasing, 
then it's very difficult to create something that's different to a job, yeah? And so you go from having the security in a job where you get sick pay, you get a pension contribution, you get paid annual leave. I don't know, you have a rubbish day. It kind of doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. You've got a team who can help if there's an issue or it's just a different department's job to deal with it. You know, you kind of go from the security of all of that with into almost creating the same thing for yourself without any of the perks. Yeah? And running a business is hard. I, I will never sugarcoat that. It's hard. And you've got to have grit and determination to succeed in it. You know, you've got to you've got to put the kind of effort in in order to get out what you want. However, that does not mean creating a job for yourself like the one that you had. And I will say that absolutely in my business journey, I have owned a business. Okay, I have owned a business and I've not thought like a business owner. So I've owned a business. So when I started out, I didn't really know what I was doing. I'd had a brief stint at owning a business before, a few years before. But basically, I mean, I'd, you know, I'd worked in the public sector for a long time. I was kind of, you know, corporately, <laughs> corporately minded and indoctrinated as we all are in our in our careers. And um, so I, I started off and I was doing a lot of training and consultancy and coaching because I've always loved doing that. Right? I always love work. I love working one to one with people and in, in small groups of people and making a difference. I've always loved doing that. But I also saw an opportunity to um, get some <clears throat> passive, <clears throat> which it ain't, money by doing a different service and doing social media management. And so I employed some staff to do it. So I wasn't doing it. Ergo passive. No, because there were still a lot of costs to pay the <laughs> to pay the people to do it. Right. And we had about 40 people or so on our, our books doing social media management. So it was really successful. However, what I had created for myself was an agency model, which was a job. Basically, I had like there were like five, you know, five team of five who I was managing, and I had a lot of rent to pay, I had a lot of salaries to pay because they were employed, and so I found myself kind of doing a lot of HR stuff as well along the way, which I didn't want to do. You know, I'd left, I'd left my job. I'd had eleven direct reports in my previous job, and I managed up to about forty or so tutors working in FE. And I, I just, I, you know, I didn't want to do that anymore. It was really stressful. Uh, didn't didn't like it. So I left to set up for myself and then kind of just created this model for myself because I owned a business, right? And I was, there was a real conflict in me um, because I knew that I wanted to do whatever I wanted to do, right? Which was the training, the consultancy, the strategy work, the coaching. But then there was another part of me that had listened to the people who said that you needed to build a million pound business, you needed to get staff, you needed to build a team. And so I'd created this horrible kind of oxymoron of <laughs> for myself. And part of what I was doing was going out and earning the money with the, you know, the consulting and strategy work, coaching, to pay for the staff who were delivering the service 
the social media management service. But it makes no sense, right? It just makes no sense. And I say it now and I'm just like, what the hell were you thinking, Libby? Um, that was that was crazy. But at the time, we are also in it, yeah? Like you're in it with your business. You own that business and you are in it. And you can't see the wood for the trees. You might know that things need to change or you want things to change and you're working really long hours and you're, you know, your hourly rate is less than you could get on the tills at Sainsbury's, right? If you actually worked it out, you might kind of know all this, but changing it is really just so difficult. And the way I changed it for me, when I had this, this epiphany and I made the switch from owning a business to being a business owner, massive, absolutely massive for me. And this is the kind of stuff that I help my, my clients to make this shift in, right? This, this mindset shift. So I went from being a business owner who did all the things that you're supposed to do in a business, you know, got the office, built the team, did all the things. And I stopped it all. I went through the horrible trauma of making my staff redundant. And I mean, oh, it's just not fun. It's not fun when you've got the corporate kind of blanket around you. And it's even less fun when they're actually people that you know and that you care about and are part of your, your life and work in, in the business that you own, right? But I did it. And they're all very sweet and all very understanding. And I'm still in touch with them all. And I went to one of their weddings just a couple of months ago. And, you know, and this is a long time later. This is kind of eight years later after this happened. So I'm very grateful about the way that I handled it and the relationships that we still have. But still, it was rubbish, right? It was a rubbish time. But I needed to start thinking like a business owner and not just owning a business. And the difference with a business owner is that they will emotionally detach themselves from what's going on. And not completely because we are not um, robots, right? And we do care and we do have emotions, but it's the separation of, if you own a business, it's like, it's you, it's your business, it's everything. If you are a business owner, it almost becomes a separate entity to you it's a really subtle difference. But if you're a business owner, then you can look down on your business and see it with different eyes. You can remove yourself emotionally a little bit from it and see the bigger picture and think how you want it to be and think, well, the role in the, my role in this is to deliver to these clients. But my role in this is also to build myself a happy and sustainable, profitable life, right? And so when you're looking down on your business, when as a business owner, when you're looking down on your business, you can see the different moving parts and it helps you to decide what's working and what's not working. But when you own a business and you're in it and you're, you're doing all the things and you're working 12 hours hour days and you, you've got your clients coming at you and it's it's really difficult to actually see the way forward that you need to need to take, right? So the ways that I would tackle this, um, start improving this and changing this with my clients is to try and extract them 
from the emotions of, of the business, okay? And what we do is we go through, we kind of list out everything that's being done. And some of that will get ditched and some of that will get outsourced and some of that will be continued. But there's always kind of a, a theme to it all, right? So the, the theme to making those decisions is about whatever the goal is, whatever your goal is, right? So for example, I had a client who came to me, funnily enough, a social media manager. So the thing that I used to do way back when at the beginning of beginning of my business when social media was a far easier place than it is and than it is now. So it was great to great to work with this person because I, I'd had a lot of direct experience with um, the field that she was working in. And so, and also years of experience of running a business and working with clients and was able to kind of really help and help from the ground up. So she came to me because she was working 12 hours a day and her husband and her kids were getting really fed up with her being on her phone all the time. And this isn't, you know, it's not an exaggeration. So many people who own businesses are are like that, right? So many people who own businesses, and I've worked like that. I'm damn sure you've worked like that too. But it's not sustainable. It's really unhealthy. And you often don't have any idea of what profit you're actually making. So you think, oh, yeah, I've got 3K coming in each month or 5K or 10K or however much you've got coming in in each each month. But you are really working for it. And this is not to say that you shouldn't put the effort in and you should just click your fingers and the money comes to you. Absolutely not. You know, we're in service-based businesses, most of us. And so the service is what we want to provide. And we want to make a difference to people's lives and we want to change people's lives. But also we want to change our own lives, right? We're not charities. And we're not philanthropists fully in our working life. And so the way to be successful and to really have this business owner head on you is to shift the way that you're working. So what me and this this client um, of mine agreed to do, we worked together for six months and she set a really clear goal. And this is really important to make the difference you set a really clear intention of how you want things to look. And she came to me working 12 hours a day, pretty much kind of, not seven, but you know, pretty much virgin on the seven days a week. She worked every, did something every day. And she said that she wanted to work school hours, 10 till three, um, three days a week. That is a big shift, right? A big shift. And she wasn't really kind of sure that it could actually be done because it doesn't sound like it can be done, right? But she already had a couple of people, um, subcontractors working for her doing some of the client work. And so what we did over the six months was we looked really in detail at what she was actually doing with the time, what she was actually doing with the time that she was spending on her business. And Then we took out some tasks because they were just being busy for busy's sake. Yeah. And nobody needs to be busy for busy's sake at all. And some of the stuff got passed on to her team. We put in a lot more structure and focus on things. We put in boundaries 
So if she got requests from clients, she had a really strict, right, that'll get responded to in two hours, that'll get responded to in 12 hours, that'll be 24 and that'll be 48, depending on kind of what the thing was. So the structure was put into place. And we made sure that the services that were being offered were entirely profitable. And until you go through an exercise of looking at how things are profitable or not, then you kind of just don't know. You think, blimey, well, that's a thousand pounds. That's a lot of money. Like, yeah, but let's factor in all the costs that are associated with that. And you've got costs for, well, okay, start off. You've got overheads. So you have things like tax that you have to save for, right? That's 20% that you lose immediately. You might have that to pay. That's another 20% that you lose immediately. Um, or you need to put to one side immediately. You might have people that you outsource to. That's a cost. You have computer software. You have perhaps have office costs. You might have travel costs. You might have vehicle costs. You might have um, insurance. You might have just general office kind of software. And those things all add up, right? So when you're charging a thousand pounds to someone, that is not all your money. That is absolutely not all your money. You might get 80% of it, you might get 50% of it, you might get 20% of it. It depends how, how the costs sit within your business. But you need to know this, right? And as a business owner, not someone who owns a business, this is the kind of stuff that you will, as you're looking down on your business, this is the kind of stuff that you will, you will know. And, and you will be able to make a difference with. So what we, um, me and this client did, was we worked out which of her services were the most profitable. And what was quite interesting was that some of the things that she did, um, some group programs that she ran, the amount of time it took her actually for the amount of people that were in the program meant that it just wasn't worth doing. You know, oh, but I like doing it. Yeah, I know, but you're not making any money from it. So it's kind of a waste of time because if your focus is to work three days a week from 10 till three, you've got to be kind of ruthless about what you do and you don't do because that's not many hours. What's that, six, six, five hours, 15 hours a week. Um, and if you've only got 15 hours a week, you've got to be really focused and determined on what you do with that. You've got to have really strict boundaries and you've got to be really clear on what happens in that time. And it's not about not offering a good service to people in the slightest. It might be that you actually end up with more time to service your clients and you end up with a higher level of client, fewer clients, but a higher level of clients. But it's about knowing exactly what's going on. And if you're running a group programme where you've got half a dozen people in that program and you do a call a week for an hour plus create some other kind of content for these people chances are it's not worth running right unless they're paying quite a lot of money but if it's a membership and they're paying 40 50 60 pounds a month chances are it's not worth you running that because you've got to keep launching it as well you've got to keep marketing it you've got to keep finding a new audience you might be spending money on facebook ads you see it just there's a lot of work that goes into that. Whereas it might be that you are, 
you spend your time um, being paid to deliver something within other people's group programs, yeah? Where you turn up, you teach, you take your money. They're two different examples of how things might be different within membership communities. And just because you know, something is the way that you're told to do something doesn't mean that you have to do it, right? But knowing how profitable you are with any of your services is absolutely the thing that you know is one of the one of the fundamentals. And this boundaries with your clients, this was another thing that we worked on, me and my client worked on, was that she was responding to stuff you know, whenever, all the time. Oh, it's just on my phone, I'll just send a message. Yeah, but that's the time when you're with your family and your kids or your, you know, or just watching telly, right? Having a bit of downtime or going for a walk or going for a swim or whatever it is that you want, or going to the pub, whatever it is that you want, you want to do. And this, oh, it's just a quick message. Unless that is part of the agreement that you have with your client, you are diminishing your profit margin and preventing yourself from getting to the goals that you want. And so many of my clients, their goal is to work less, to work smarter and to make more profit. Okay, the fewer, you know, knock a day off a week and make the same or more money. That's absolutely a really common theme with my clients. And so you need to no, be really clear of what your goals are. You need to have really strict boundaries and know when you will reply to messages or not. I have one client, a different client, who um, she has an out of office on and it says, I will reply to, my working hours are, I forget, Monday to Thursday. I will reply to um, messages, to emails between 10 and 4 on those days. And it's like, first time I emailed her and I got that out of office, I'm like, yes, because I think I sent the email on a Friday and it's like, she ain't going to reply. And that is so good. And she didn't reply until Monday. And even though, you know, we're in the, the, the coaching client relationship and it's amazing. It's just so important to actually live by the boundaries that you that you set. So always super proud when when clients actually action it. And it's that stuff that makes the big difference, right? So you need to focus on your goals. You need to have strict boundaries. You need to know that your services are profitable. You need to prioritize your health and happiness. If you don't like it, don't do it. And if it's making you poorly, definitely do not do it. Okay. There are there are simpler ways to, to earn a living than than working 24 seven and making yourself poorly. It's really important to take time away from work and to do other things. It's also essential that you've got a strategy and you know what steps you need to take, right? Without a strategy, without a plan, how on earth do you know how to get from A to B? You don't, you can't possibly. And taking time to enjoy and celebrate the successes that you have along the way. That's another thing that's just a difference between somebody who thinks like a business owner and somebody who owns a business. And remember that if you own a business, you're in the weeds, you're doing the work, you're in, you're busy, you're turning over clients, you, ah, you've got so much to do, you've got no time to do anything. That's, that's what it's like if you own a business. But if you think like a business owner, Sure, there are going to be times where things are more challenging, you can get stuff thrown at you, 
but you're just one step mindset wise removed from things and it just really helps you to see more clearly what needs to be done and how you can change things from being in the weeds to being flying above it and knowing that it's all running along perfectly. And this isn't about necessarily having big teams or not. This is about your mindset as a solo person. You know, I work I work on my own. I have a couple of people that I outsource a couple of bits to. And but that's it. 90% of what I do is is done by done by me. But everything that I think about doing, I do this time profitability exercise boundaries exercise before I start doing it and also the you know the happiness the happiness um scale you know does that sound good yeah do you know what I think that might be quite fun okay well let's is it profitable how much time is it going to take is it going to help me get to my goals yeah 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 okay let's do it then and that is a really good business owner kind of barometer in terms of the way that you take things forward it really just makes such a difference so which are you which are you are you someone who owns a business or are you a business owner <gasps> I think that this has given you quite a lot to think about today actually because I bet that this is not really something that you've thought about before and certainly not in this much in this much detail and the nuanced shift but mindset is, is it's it's 50% of what you need to do, right? And I don't mean in a positive mental attitude will get you everywhere. I mean, I ain't going to go all Tony Robbins all over you. But there's certainly the way you think about things is what's going to make the difference. And if you can just kind of extract yourself very slightly from, from the doing and from the busyness, you will be able to make such enormous shifts and changes that the, the you know business owner you will will hardly recognise the business that you owned. So yeah, it's an incredible exercise to go through. And I mean, this is obviously what I do, right? I help people who own businesses to get the clarity, purpose, and direction that they need to be brilliant business owners. And so, if you need my help in it, you know where I am always get hold of me I love getting messages from people and so thank you for listening today and I'll just end with the question again do you own a business or are you a business owner let me know and I will see you next week lots of love thank you for listening to life in business please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.